Hi everyone, my name is Jared, and some of you may know me as As Told by Jared, and welcome to the first installment of Astro by Jared. Yeah, Astro by Jared, hosted and brought to you by As Told by Jared. You can get the ring, you guys get the ring, yeah. <laughs> and today with me, I have my girl Steph. Hey! hey what's <laughs> up? <laughs> and today we'll be taking a quick little dive in like digging deeper into her natal chart y'all see it y'all see it mm-hmm, while mm-hmm. you guys are listening see if you can pull up your own natal chart if you guys know how to i'll probably tell you guys at the end how you can pull it up and see if you guys have similar similar placements yes. with Steph. you never know so stay tuned at the beginning of each episode of Astro by Jared, I'm going to be giving you guys a special list that I like to call a planetary forecast. With that, I'm simply going to give you guys a rundown of the current planets in the sky as we speak. Yeah, that's right, everyone. Astrology is more than just the quote-unquote horoscope or sun sign that everyone normally talks about. The sun which is the sign or placement that most people identify with, is in Libra, which transitions around every 30 days and will be transitioning into Scorpio on October 23rd, this upcoming Sunday. The moon is currently in Leo and will change into Virgo probably in a few hours or tomorrow. Mercury is currently in Libra as well as Venus and they'll move into Scorpio around mid-November. And Mars is in Gemini until March 2023. (laughs) It's in retrograde right now. But... I feel like it's time to, like, jump in. Like, are you ready, Steph? Yeah, I'm definitely ready. I'm excited to be here. Okay, okay. Let me pull up your chart, because I know I got it right over here. And, like, I know you were telling me the thing about, like, your chart. is like you're born on a transition day, right? Yes. Okay, so I don't know if other people have had this type of struggle, but I know when it comes to me, um, I'm technically bored on February 18th, 1997, to be exact. And on that specific year, in that specific year, on the day that I was born, depending on the time that I put into any specific chart calculation app, website, whatever, because I don't know my birth time, if I put it in the morning, it's going to give me a 29 degree Aquarius. If I put it later on in the afternoon, starting around 12 p.m. and up, it's going to transition me into a zero degree Pisces. So a lot of my life has been a little bit confused in regards to that. But I have just kind of defaulted just kind of telling people um, I'm a Pisces and then just kind of argue with people when they say, no, I'm an Aquarius. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's kind of what we've dealt with here. I hope y'all know cusps don't exist. They We're, do not. You have to pick one or the other. It's one or the other, they guys. Do not. I will they fight. Don't, they do not. Hello? They don't exist. What I'm going to do, because I remember you told me that you were born later in the day. I'm going to at least put noon because, like, through, like, experience with you, I feel like you got to have, like, a mercurial ascendant. And, like, when I say mercurial, yeah. I mean, like, Gemini or Virgo. Like, you're you're giving me a Gemini girl. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why communication has been, like, one of my strongest suits. And I have a very analytical mind at that point, too. So, But, of course, I don't really kind of attach myself too much to, like, Virgo traits or other stuff mm-hmm. like that. But Gemini, though... Especially Gemini people, we click on like a whole different type of level. Because so, we're the best. Hello. I, <laughs> I there will be no Gemini slander when none, I'm around. None. Neither when I'm around. There will be none. <laughs> if you guys want to attack any other sign, 
I definitely recommend Aquarius instead. No hate to my actual Aquarius babies. Y'all know I love y'all. Y'all know I love y'all. Not too much on y'all. But the others, yeah. Uh, like the thing about uh, the thing about Gemini's, and I'm not even tooting off. my own horn. You let's slow it down. <laughs> let's slow it down. Let's slow it down. The thing about Gemini's, like, I feel like if you don't like Gemini's, clearly you just not liking the party. I feel like that's mm. what it is. That's what it is. Okay, so I do. Here's the thing, though, and I know how you girls like to tussle, but I'm just saying, I do understand why some of the slander have came about, but I just think a lot of it, the actions are misconstrued from other people's perspective mm-hmm. on how a Gemini acts. They just automatically assume you're going to move a specific type of way. And that's why things end up happening. And the thing is, you also got to play into fact, like how we were talking about cups don't exist. There's also those deacons. And it's like, there's a big difference between the first deacon, second deacon, and third deacon Gemini. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Preach, preach. But we know who the best ones are. The second deacon Geminis are always going to hit. Okay. Always going to hit. That's a teaser. Mm-hmm. That's a teaser. Teaser? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a teaser. So... We'll be covering Deacons in another episode, so make sure you guys stay tuned to Astro by Jared. Like, why would you not want to keep up with the stars <laughs> and keep up with the bestest of the bestest of the... That didn't even rhyme. Well, it did, but, like, <laughs> it just didn't sound... We're so <laughs> off track. We're so off track. I'm pulling up your chart right now. Do we see all these Aquarius placements? Yes. Do we... Are we seeing them, though? It, it's a lot. But, like, through time with you... Yeah, this Aquarius Mercury is, it's running the show. It is, completely. Especially, like, because I put in noon for your birth time. I feel like that's a good general time. You said it was, like, later in the day. Yes. Um, that's the only thing my mom remembered. when I, I was born with my twin. Mm-hmm. And I asked my mom, when was I born? And she said, uh, a little bit less, sometime later in the afternoon. I'm not really sure. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, Pisces. Yeah. Hello. Not you, a Pisces. <laughs> Let's be for real. It's the self-slander for me. <laughs> the, um, yeah, this Aquarius, this Aquarius Mercury. <laughs> I see it every day, y'all. I see it in action every single, every single day. <laughs> I see it in action every single day. And that's, that's why I feel like with what you said about my ascendant possibly being more mercurial, mm-hmm. it makes sense. It really does, because even I can say the way that I navigate through life is through a very centered on communication mindset. Like yeah. You can ask my my closest friends to family. That's one of the biggest aspects that I value to the highest extent. And I also value it for the very reason that it's able to help defend and protect other people. So I don't know if that's like the Libra Mars is kind of coming in a it little bit. It is coming in. Because honestly, even when you think about it, there is, you have a grand trine in your chart. Mm. And trines are, basically a trine can only, it can only be in the same element on a natal chart. So that's cute. <laughs> I wish I had one, but that's cute. And I want to ask, how do you feel about travel? Because your stellium is definitely in your ninth house. I travel all the time. Mm-hmm. Just the last, um, the last few months, I actually went to Europe, and I was able to travel to Italy, like three different cities in Italy, two different cities in Spain, like Palma de Mallorca. I may be tearing up that name, <laughs> and also Barcelona and then France. And then I've also been to Destin, Florida, 
and just just I travel even if I'm a college student, mm-hmm. I have work, I have internships, I have like my whole um on campus activities. I I'm gonna make some time. For yeah, travel. if there's a will, there's a way. Baby, I'm gonna go. Hello, <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> One thing about if the time isn't accepted. Oh, the ticket's already paid for. It's already been paid it's for. It's already paid for. It's You need to find somebody to cover my shit. I'm quick to tell my manager, hey, I'm going to be gone on this day, not as a permission, but as a show. Oh, like, yeah, I'm letting you, you know. You need to find somebody to cover for me. <laughs> Literally, I'm letting you know. Like, baby, I'm going. <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> yes? Hello? Dabby? Uh, yeah. Like, let's be for real. And especially because I feel like that's probably where our, like, our sinistry probably play in because mm-hmm. I am a ninth house moon. So you already know I like to get out. Yeah. Yeah. Adventurous. I love it. Oh, you see me. You see me. Um, Let's talk about what happens when somebody do you dirty. Because I know how Libra Mars like to tussle. Oh, it's giving Jesus. tit for tat. Listen, listen. My, <laughs> that Libra Mars is in direct opposition with my Saturn. My Saturn. Your Aries, Aries Saturn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh. I deal with a lot of, of, of course, passive passive aggression. Um, I know in my earlier years, before I was able to kind of work through like my own um, trauma, my own issues, I dealt with a lot of um, just kind of people pleasing, letting other people kind of like just do their own thing. Looks at Cancer Moon. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. So I think that kind of like the Cancer Moon and also the Libra Mars kind of made the negative issues kind of bounce off each other and kind of magnify in a sense. Especially since they're both cardinal. Yes. And they're squaring each other, babe. Yes. They're, badly. They're definitely squaring each other. So there, there's a lot in regards to aggression and anger that I had to work through because it was relatively repressed from a young age all the way up into even now. I don't really like to get angry a lot. I want us to work it out. Everybody in this situation, I don't care if it's me and you, I don't care if it's a group setting. I'm technically always the mediator because I'm technically always seeing both sides. Hello, as to Libra Mars. Why someone's the way that they are. But if we can't settle it out, I will be forced to have to remove myself from the situation because I refuse to kind of be in those type of negative spaces in long term. So but knowing me, if any person that you has been around me for like years, even months, you can clearly see I do not like turmoil in my personal setting, in my work setting, just anywhere. And I just feel like it's one of the main factors as to why I kind of step up and try to mediate the situation for what it is. Because not everybody has the gift of gab that I do. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to utilize it to the best of my abilities. And another thing that I noticed with your chart is your Saturn and your Mars. They're in a mutual reception because <sighs> yes. they're both in their. Well, your Libra Mars is in its it's in its detriment, and your Aries Saturn is in its um its fall. Yeah, completely. So, but there, it's still a mutual reception because Aries is home in Mars, and then Libra is, is home in Saturn. Yeah. So that's I think that. <laughs> Exalted. Exalted? Exalted. Exalted. Because, yes, Saturn is home. uh, Saturn is the ruler for Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I think that's one of the reasons why I had so many issues with 
aggression with confrontation with kind of standing my standing up for myself because when it comes to others I'm definitely the sword the shield the army behind making sure that they're good or making sure that their um situation is pushed forward but when it comes to myself um there was a lot of restraint that I kind of dealt with in regards to that um now of course that led for me to dig deeper into astrology once I kind of put my time in and actually seen, hold on, why is this reading for me for filth right now? No, literally, people don't. I feel like people only like astrology when it caters to their ego majority of the time. Yes. And it's like there's so much more to astrology. Yes. Like there's different kinds for a reason. Like just because you don't agree with this one thing doesn't mean, okay, next week, oh my God, this is so me. Like, yeah, you, last week, what were we saying? Where were we saying last week? Like, you mm-hmm. were literally just saying, I'm a Taurus and I don't act like that. You my literally thing is, just did it. My thing is, if you only know your sun sign, that's like you coming, coming up on a house and seeing the front of it and not caring about anything else literally. that's going on inside the household. And it's your house. Like, you asked for a four-bedroom, five-bath, and you found out it was a four-bedroom, five-bath, but literally the outside of it is orange and you act like you can't buy paint. Yes. Be so for real. Yeah. Like it says I'm a Scorpio, but I don't really, I'm not that secretive or I'm not that private. Like they, they like the, mm-hmm. they and like that's a little tweak things. And it's like, babe, mm-hmm. open up the nail chart. Just open up the chart. Yes. Cause you don't know, you could have maybe like a Leo moon, Leo rising. And mm-hmm. you don't really realize that. Your son is technically the person that you're meant to be growing into, not what you're already coming up as. Hello? Hello? They're not ready for that. They're not ready for that. (laughs) They're not. I was also looking at this Pisces son. You know know how they like to... They like to... Talk about the Pisces and calling them the delusional girlies. <laughs> so what's the tea on that? Because mutable placements are literally warping their realities as they speak. Yes, but in a sense, in a sense, though, and this could just be the whole Pisces sun that I potentially am. But I just feel, in a sense, is romanticizing your life. And... Uh, Everybody knows when it comes to romance and love that there is a lot of ups and downs and a lot of trials and tribulations. (laughs) A lot of trials and tribulations that come along with it. But it's also understanding that just because life is giving you this, it doesn't mean that you can't transmute it into something else. Yes. So, yeah, you may call me delusional, but I'm also experiencing life for what God has given me. Hello. And making it fun. Yes. Always making it fun. (laughs) Now, of course, it can't be too delusional where it's affecting us in the long term negatively. And Mm -hmm. we can obviously see that, especially for Pisces and mutable signs, that we kind of get caught up with these terrible situationships. And these superficial things. Yes. (laughs) Like... (laughs) It, Jared, it didn't exist. Yes. It didn't exist. But I want to say all the other traits for other signs, too. Mm-hmm. We all have something that could keep us in a relationship or keep us mm-hmm. in a situation longer than when we were supposed to get out. Because, like, when you when you think about it, card, I feel like cardinal signs end up stuck in relationships because they're like, but I can, like... I can make a difference in their life. Like, a really, yes. really, really I can good change difference. him. I can. I can do, like, we're the leader of the, zo- of the Zodiac. I can change them. I promise. <laughs> Babe, he didn't change from the last 14 times you took him back. Be so for real. 
And the fixed signs, everyone calls them stubborn. And that's, I'm not going to lie, that's kind of like it's, the best way to describe them. They, they're kind of the time. stubborn, yes. 100%. And it's like, if they don't want to leave the relationship, they're not going to leave. They're the not going to leave. It's going mm-hmm. gonna to take getting hit by that truck first to get to leave that relationship. And honestly, there, it's not to bag on anybody, but it's like, you know when enough is enough. You know when enough is enough. I'm not going to rush you. I promise you I won't rush you. Mm-hmm. I may leave you, but I won't rush you. <laughs> Now, it's time to drag those mutable signs because I'm convinced mutable signs are always like, but I know it's going to change. Yeah. I know. I know it's going to change. Something, something's going to happen that's going to turn this relationship into something else. And I don't know what it is, but it's probably going to be me. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be I'm the one with the superpowers. They're just a character in my reality because we know like I said earlier, ten toes down, mutable signs are warping everything. As as they live and breathe, just walking around, mutable signs, it's giving one to Maximoff. Yeah. It's giving Scarlet Witch. <laughs> no matter what. No matter what. Because you know, like, my moon is in Cancer. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know, if I didn't already kind of state that, that's what it is. And I don't want to demonize my Cancer moon. I love her. Love her to death. And she it's domicile. We it. love a Cancer moon. Some, You know, some people don't like Cancer moons. They don't. They don't. And it's like through I feel like through all the experiences I've had with Cancer Moons, people love to say, Oh my god, they're so emotional and it's like mm-hmm. I guess, but like they're really not. They're not like overly emotional. They're emotional, but they're not like overly emotional as everybody says they are. I can say that we do get passive aggressive. Man or woman, mm-hmm. if there's a cancer moon in there, we're going to keep giving and giving. To the point where that passive aggression kind of comes in. Because something's got to give. We're not getting that same energy back. But we can't sit here and assume that us giving 150 all the dang time, Mm -hmm. we're going to get that same 150 from every single person back. And, like, also, when you look at your moon and your Mars and they square each other... It's like both of the those cardinal girls are like tussling a little bit. Just just <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. But then again, your moon is like your emotions and your Mars has like your aggression and your like extra passion or whatever in mm-hmm. it. And it's like if this isn't how I want it, this isn't how I want it. Yeah. Cause one thing about cardinal placements, if they don't want it, they don't want it. They don't want it. Card- Honestly, I would say that's for every sign, but that's definitely leaning towards more cardinal and um, fixed placements. If they don't want it, they don't want it. You could you could probably get away with the mutable signs, like kind of like finessing, trying to trick their way in. Yeah. Like tricking them into believing, yeah, you do want this. You do want this. No, they're just bored. Mm-hmm. They're literally just bored. That's how, that's how you were able to finesse them. <laughs> I was also interested in pulling up your signature. I know I can find it here, so I want to see. I want to see a what your signature. signature. Yeah. So, what is that? In your chart, mm-hmm. there's a little thing called a signature, and it's like a zodiac signature. So it'll be like one out of the twelve signs. Mm, okay. And it'll just round up like all the points, like however many elements that you have, and however many of the placements like it just sums up all your placements all together so let me see if i can pull that on okay i'm excited yeah. get, yes. let me get to scrolling Enlighten not me, me hitting the mic <laughs> i pulled up your dominance and it says ambiguous signature time mm. i've only heard about some people having it and that's only like when it can't like narrow them down oh really but Majority of the points go off to air and Uranus, so I want to say you have an Aquarius signature because that's more than likely the closest. And your cardinal and fixed dominant, 
I'm mutable and fixed dominant. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. Mm-hmm. Especially with the, uh, that Aquarius stellium. Let me. Let, I'm gonna. Listen, I'm gonna look at that again. Listen. Yeah, my Aquarius stellium is in. It's for Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, Uranus, and based on my time, it can also be the Sun. So there's a lot of humanitarian energy mm-hmm. that's cycling within me, like within just in almost all actions that I do. Like, for example, when I used to work um, at Whole Foods, I had to run like a little hot bar area for food. And oftentimes in my specific area, it was only black people working there, but it's the hardest job out of the whole store. Hmm. What are you trying to say? And I kind of brought, I was the only person who kind of like, I worked there for a few months and I started asking my managers and everybody else, like, why is there only black people? Yeah, do I need to do I need to start telling them something about their gluten-free cookies? Yeah, it's like on prep, cool hmm. food, salad bar, everybody hmm. is white. What is going on with We bar? must stay focused. <laughs> we must stay focused. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, no matter what environment I'm technically in, which is the whole reason why I even brought it up, but no matter what environment I am, I'm going to be advocating for myself, people who look like me, and just specific marginalized groups. Because I was bringing up, I don't think the black people in this specific store are getting treated as just or as fair. Going to another job, I do the same thing in regards to time, breaks, lunch, in regards more towards black people. I, I'm going to speak up for my group. Come on. That's just what it's going to be. Come on, Aquarius and Libra placement. <laughs> showing out, showing love. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to look at, it's the your fourth house is empty. What's home life like? Oh, okay. So it was a little bit tumulus, is that the word? Tumulus. Tumulus. I I do that a lot where like I read so much, but I don't really speak <laughs> the amount of words. But anyway, so it was a little bit of hectic. Um, and she kind of centered around my home life. Um, uh, and in regards to the home opposition for my Libra and Aries, for the Mars and Saturn, a lot of that energy that was misaligned was kind of directed between me and my father. Mm-hmm. And I want to say with my own mother, I kind of took on her, her own codependency um, issues. So that led to me um, having kind of issues relating to both my parents, kind of feeling like I can't really talk to them as much and tell them pretty much majority of the stuff that was happening to me, good or bad. Uh, it was just something that kind of kept to myself, like graduate, like middle school graduation. I didn't tell my whole family. I came back home after my graduation where I went with my friend and I told them that, hey, I just graduated. I got the certificate. And they're like, why didn't you? Why didn't you tell us so we could show up? I was like, I don't, I don't know. I just that I Cancer didn't really... Moon was running, running circles, <laughs> circles. When I took, see, maybe they, maybe this is why Cancer Moons are getting this reputation that <laughs> I couldn't understand because you guys are apparently like at least this is what just what makes sense. If you're a domicile, you would think. This is the cream of the crop placement. Yes. But, like, that's also a misconception about astrology placements. There are no good and bad. Pla- they're, they're good placements, but I'm not going to say they're bad placements. It's like that that 
two sides of a quarter thing, it's but it's like the work. quarter standing. Yeah. But it's not bad. Yeah. It's just and more like, that you have to work through. The thing is, when it comes to detriment and fall placements, yes. you guys have the ability to be the best of the Transformative. best. Transformative. Hello? Yes. Come on. Literally the best of the best. Let's get some snaps. Hello? <laughs> but like, that Cancer Moon, why are you not telling people? Why? Literally. Why are you telling but, people not how you feel? But you, here's the thing, as a though. Cancer Moon, tell me, tell me, answer me, please. <laughs> okay, first, you have to understand that even though with the Cancer Moon being in one of the perfect spots that it can be, I do have a lot of Aquarius placements that kind of lead to that detached aloof, aloofness that I kind of mm-hmm, like struggle that with. That avoidance, that yes. Aquarius avoidance. Yes. And, <laughs> Hundred percent, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, and especially in regards to my communication. So that's the reason why getting my birth time is so important because I really want to see what's happening in my third house. Yeah. I want to know if it's Hello. empty. I yeah. want to know what planet's in there. If it is, if there is a planet in there, I just really want to know because, of course, the third house deals with communication and that aspect with that and along with other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and siblings. Yes. The mind, siblings, communication. And that is something important, too, because Especially, in the And sense, you're a twin. Yes, I am a twin. Yes. I am a twin. And uh, I am, ooh, child, on both my mom and dad together side, there's like seven of us. On my dad's side, because, you know, he was kind of walling out a little bit. Wow. It's, it's, it's about... <laughs> It could be like eight to twelve. There's probably some hidden siblings over there in Haiti. I'm not really sure yet. If you Haitian, you you know the deal. You know the vibes. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I will say because I had such a traumatic relationship with my own parents that in a sense my own sister, the one closest to me, she's a Scorpio. She kind of became like my model mm-hmm. in regards to personality. Because I will say, me and her are extremely alike. And I kind of seen her more as a mother figure, even though she was like more, five, four or five years older than me. Why does that sound like me and my sister? Mm-hmm. Stephanie, me and you are more similar than, than we think because <laughs> not we both came in with beanies and we didn't even have this <laughs> planned. Like, and even like la- um, class on Tuesday, we both had the Navy. Oh, we, we, were, we were giving it to them. Navy, great. Hello, mm-hmm. we did that. We're in <laughs> sync. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll blame it. I don't want to blame it on the astrology, but I'm going to blame it on the astrology. There's a lot of mutual receptiveness happening. Yeah. But we really just got to get my birth time. That's like we one do. of the most important We need factors. to make a synastry chart. Ooh, guys. If you don't know what a synastry chart is, it's basically a... It's chart. It's one chart on top of another chart, and it just shows the aspects. Also, if you do plan on doing a synastry chart, do it both ways. Put your chart on top of theirs and put their chart on top of yours. Because... Mm-hmm. Those are, it looks like two totally different things. Mm. I promise they do. The, the aspects change. It looks totally different. Okay, great. Because I already hit up my boyfriend's mama for his birth time and she gave it to me. So whenever I get my time, yeah. Jerry, you ready? Yeah, you know Part I know. Hello? Because you know <laughs> I used to have my services up, but I, I've been a little busy with school, so I had to, I had to put my services down. Okay, okay. <laughs> we love a scholar. Hello, you, you, you know me. Like sometimes I can't, I can't put my astrology up as much. I, I got schoolwork to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, what, what the video said? I'm fighting for my life. I'm fighting for my life, man. Is this camera on me? Is this camera on me? <laughs> 
No. Didn't, the day that we were watching the interview in class, didn't we look up um, R. Kelly's? I definitely chart? did look up his chart. What was what was like one of the majority um, aspects? Of I think he had there? a Pi- or he has Pisces sign. placements. Mm. I think. He has, I think he has mutable placements. It's a little slightly delusional, like we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier, but we're not going to reference that. Yeah, we're not going to reference that. I don't that. want any attachment from yeah, him. Yeah, so. because who's that man? <laughs> Who are we talking about? <laughs> Who are we talking about? I don't know. Oh, not a dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, though, for both my um, Mercury and my Moon. Mm-hmm. Even though, on like the more traditional sense, they wouldn't really like be helping each other too much. I do want to say that's one of the reasons why I'm I am a very well-rounded person because I'm able to understand from multiple perspectives, but also feel a vast amount of empathy towards those different perspectives that I'm seeing. Because it's 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 different to just be able to say, "Oh, I know why you did it." but not empathize with the person in that moment of mm-hmm. what they did and understanding why they did it. Come on, reflection. So uh, I will say that my moon being in this domicile state is one of the best things that has helped me navigate through a lot of the issues and, and trauma I have faced to be where I'm at now. Water moons do it better. Yes, they do. Water moons do it better, hands down. I also saw... Because, like, I, I want to jump into career. Because, like, yes. this Aquarius Midhaven and this Pisces sun in the 10th house, <laughs> what what are we doing? What are we doing with our... I know you got plans. <laughs> I know you got plans. So I have a lot of plans, actually. And uh, whenever, like, an actual, like, older adult, because mm-hmm. they consider us kids... For we could be, yeah, reason. like like early twenties, like late te- teens, early twenties. They consider us kids still, and they could be like thirty seven. Literally, like it's only a decade, and I, yes, be so for real. They do get a little bit surprised when I do tell them um, about some of my plans because I'm thinking of long term goals, right? And um, ultimately, of course, I'm in public relations now in the school of journalism, and I wanted to transition that into. Um, either a marketing position or an actual publications role in a corporation to be able to kind of gain, uh, kind of up up my networking, you know what I'm saying? But I was also trying to build up a lot of income along with networking because my ultimate goal is, of course, to start up a facility for trauma, childhood trauma, relationship trauma. And I want to say it's kind of like a love rehab in a sense, right? So people who have been in like divorces, people who have dealt with specific points of uh, just how, how would you describe it? The Cancer Pisces. All I want to say is the Cancer Pisces and Libra jumped out. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> the business, everything. I love that. I mm-hmm. definitely want to say I love that. And when we are big, not if, big. when. When we're big, you can expect to see a few donations. Okay, I appreciate that. Yeah. And I like how you said all the things that you wanted to do. And I know you have more, especially with your son. Because, like, the son being in Pisces, you know, traditionally is, I want to say, Jupiter. Jupiter ruled. And Jupiter is about that expansion. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I want it all. I want it all. And especially... I got Jupiter ruled placements too. And when I say I want it all, I want it all. <laughs> I want it all. 
Ariana Grande said, I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. <laughs> Literally. Literally. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. But I think that's all the time that we have today. So I wa- did want to say thank you so much, Steph, for coming in. I loved being here. I love being around you. I'm excited for this new journey and I appreciate you having me on for your first installment. I hope you know this is not going to be the last time. It's you need not. to invite me back up Oh, you here. will be back. Yes. You will be back. You will be back. <laughs> Once again, thank you all for tuning in to Astro by Jared. You can find me on Instagram at As Told by Jared and the podcast at Astro by Jared. Astro by Jared is a product of WANM FM 90.5 in the School of Journalism and Graphic Communication at Florida AM University.